0: hey guys welcome to the series finale on this episode
1: uh john says goodbye to a rabbit
0: we field your questions
1: and we try to bring back a poo
0: thanks everyone enjoy the show can you confirm that it's filmed in front of a live studio audience
1: are you a big camp kid in the summers growing up, I mean, is that a, that's generally I a mean, immigrant here. Usually I always saw my white friends leaving for like a month at a time. I don't think my parents would have ever let me go anywhere for a month without them being able to like check in and make sure I wasn't like trying to become an engineer or something. That's a great start to the podcast.
0: No, I was not a <laughs> big camp, camp kid. I did watch uh, Camp Caribou though. Do you remember that one?
1: Oh yeah. So you vicariously camped through television.
0: <laughs> it's just a variety show
1: yeah ever though ever did you ever do you like one of those like my my only real major i guess not to say major but my first experience of being like i am on my own without my parents uh was grade eight where where our grade eight class like you know if you paid the right money uh yeah you, you could go away for a eight-day excursion to what felt like an exotic town of peterborough um at the time to the good old camp wanakita site where where you could ice fish, um, you know it was groundbreaking for a thirteen year old kid to not be told to brush his teeth by his mom, but some stranger. So that was different. No, I never. Not a single one of those.
0: No, never went to a camp. Never.
1: So I, I I've I actually even, That's it. That's so strange, right? Because you line, uh, me and you, side by side, up uh, like a police lineup kind of style. And yeah, and you bring in a, 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 schlub off the street and you say, Hey man, point to the person here that's most likely gone ice fishing. Um, it wouldn't, I don't think, you know, this would be an interesting social experiment to see how many fingers would come my way because haha, gotcha, suckers would be the fun thing at the end. <laughs> I've seen holes in ice. You've you probably never even skated on a frozen pond.
0: Uh, no, I don't know how to skate. I tried to learn on a frozen pond.
1: I sort of got. We got, the roles are all reversed up in this place. Are they not? I think so. I mean, you eat way more Korean spice than I do.
0: You're the white one. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: essentially what I'm getting at. C
0: Plus Productions proudly presents Can You Confirm That? Starring Gaurav Wander and John Brown. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to welcome everybody. To the series three finale of can you confirm that uh we have made it through another year with you guys and we're so happy that you're all here thanks for joining us along um it's been a great year i think we've sort of uh nailed our format i think uh we still have some fine tuning till we till uh maybe we're both really happy with the show but i, I i'm pretty happy with uh at least the progression um to those of you who don't know Gorov and i kind of just jumped in and thought you know what this is the best idea there's no way better way to get good at something than uh, you know than to do it so we've sort of been building up can you confirm that like you know by creating shows and uh what do you think, or like? Do you think we're sort of there, or do you do you have a lot for me to work on in the editing in editing next year?
1: Well, I mean, what do they say? It takes ten thousand hours, right? I think we've put in a good three hundred at this point. We so. could
0: probably check.
1: Well, let's we average could it check. out. Average it out. We did about yeah. what? Um, let's say two hundred or so episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one fifty. I guess we know the number of episodes we did. we've
0: done. We know exactly how much time too
1: uh and let's say on average probably about one and a half hours and that's about yeah 225 so you know about 9100 something to go um and we're there i guess my math is so mm. wrong on that one but hey guys it's fine it's the last one Just mail it in the last episode no um yeah, it's, the last it's, it's the last one that's the last one before the last one summer break as the kids yeah. like to put it right
0: We're taking a summer break, everybody, which means that we're going to be off for potentially three weeks. Let's say three. I don't know. Let's meet in the middle. We talked about two. We talked about four. Let's say three weeks is a good... Uh summer vacation. Maybe I'll send out uh, like a or maybe I'll upload a supercut of things. I don't know for sure. If I get really
1: bored of editing that oh, It's fine. It's fine. We can leave a supercut for later on. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna need some more weeks. Um so no, we're gonna have a interesting off-season negotiations the 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 collective bargaining is going to be interesting between craig the interns myself and you it's going to be we'll see uh all right no it's it's been fun man and we've gotten it locked down i think the format's great and uh ever since we made the switch to eight track it's only been up
0: (laughs) thanks yeah you know i've been working really hard at uh like a, a four channel mixers and trying to get that done too so
1: I think when the spatial audio mixes start dropping, people are going to really lose their minds. Was that, isn't that the same as when you just like uh, hit concert mode on the old amplifiers?
0: Yeah, that's exactly
1: right. <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure it is. Just creates a soundstage.
0: You know what, uh, sometimes to, uh, you know, real professional businesses will do retractions and, uh, admit when they put out a story, assuming that we are, uh, now internet journalists. <laughs> um, it's interesting that last week we talked about what might change, um, because of the, you know, all the new restrictions Twitter has, uh, announced and the alternatives. And then literally like Tuesday or Wednesday, the day or two after we've recorded the episode, um, Threads was released and it had like a massive amount of signups. So apparently, people are using Threads. <laughs> that was just the easiest one because we didn't have to create an account or anything. It was, that's a smart move by the Zuck.
1: Yeah, right. And and normally people uh, our camp Zuck knows too much. And and this was one of those times where like you know Zuck knew just enough, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, it's a smart. It's a very, very smart play because when you, when you've already got your name locked down, that's pretty big. Um, and when you can just kind of transfer over your profile if you want to, some people yeah. have, some people have made new ones. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's like, it's three lines of fucking sentences. If you're that attached to it. It's interesting. Um, but the rest makes sense. Like the, the ease. Now I'm, I'm having issues with threads in that it's, it's, you know, I've been Twitterati since 09. And, and it is, it's like, it's kind of sad to see what's happened, right? It's like, we're, we're living, like, I feel like this is what a digital refugee kind of is. Um, You know, we live in this new online virtual meta world. This is kind of what it's going to feel like if you like join a metaverse world and like it's all fucking great for like, you know, a little while. And then like the new ruler comes in and all of a sudden you're kind of like, holy shit, man, Rome is burning. We got to like get to the boats and <laughs> it's strange to see it because normally it's not like that. It's normally, it's just like, you see something shinier, right? Like you left my space cause something shinier came along. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't, you didn't leave because you saw like pitchforks behind you. That's it's a weird time.
0: Well, there's other um, instances where social media has uh, come and gone. And it reminds me of our boy, Christopher Nolan, the prolific writer who said, you either either live long enough to see yourself become the villain, you know, the <laughs> yeah, villain. Right. Yeah. So, Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Twitter either burns out or becomes yeah. the villain, and I guess they've become the villain, and we're leaving because of that. As opposed
1: it, to, you know, it's it, you you don't want to see it, right? I imagine yeah. <laughs> this is kind of what it was like, you know. I mean, like your whole-
0: I don't care yeah. if I see it or not. To be honest, no. Doesn't but me. I
1: mean, it's like no. But it's it's one of those things where like if you were if you were floating on a on a raft while the Titanic was going down, party was kind of like yeah, it kind of sucks to see that thing go down. I was just on it; it was pretty nice, <laughs> right? Like, and it's kind of like it's kind of that's the thing, right? Like you are trying to you're trying to fucking live and survive, but you're also kind of like, hey, man, for a little while it was okay, Um, you know, pretty nice for a little bit. Yeah, but and, you know. and so let's see how long it takes threads, right? Like threads is already this weird like utopian, dystopian mix <laughs> of like it's all the brands are super happy. Um there's like a directive from high above to be like, guys, let's not really bring up news and politics too much. Um and it's just kind of weird, right? Like it's it's nice. It might be a little too nice, and or or it's like it's got like shades of gray that are like you can tell something dark's like right behind the corner. Like there's a, we don't know who's trending. We don't know the hashtags. We, we have a hard time finding people who we weren't already. Like I'm having a hard time with threads for one reason. I've never used Instagram the way I used Twitter, right? On Twitter, I follow hundreds of people and I don't give a shit if there's, they're following me back or not, but I follow like the news people I, I trust, like breaking NBA trade guys, like Wojnarowski, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, Twitter people. Like, people who got big on Twitter. Um, and I don't follow them on Insta.
0: Can I, uh, suggest something to you? Of course. You're in mourning, and I'll tell you Uh, why. What you're mourning is the death of, you know, as the internet grows, we lose, the death of free speech becomes more and more relevant, right? Uh, YouTubers would say that they used to have it, like before the adpocalypse that was kind of like the thing that put the nail in the coffin for free speech because yeah. advertisers were like hey hang on but at the same time youtube was a community to like post videos for anyone and like it or not right it it wasn't the videos or the creators decision for the ad yeah, it was youtube right, right. so how they reacted was was make it all ad friendly which was set basically censoring videos And then, you know, Twitter hung on for a long time. And I think that's, if you really look deep inside yourself, Gaurav, and, you know, this episode (laughs) to leave you guys for a couple weeks might be a really reflective episode as we get get into it. But what I think is that what you're actually going to miss with Twitter, as you just said, Mm -hmm. brands have moved to thread. They don't want to, threads. They don't want to talk about politics. You, you're gonna miss, and what's never gonna happen again with Elon and and agendas and politics and privatizing. You're never gonna get actual discourse. And so, yeah. <clears throat> either you move to Reddit and deal <sighs> with the deal with the, the millennials and Gen Zs and the disgusting bile in in the pool of Reddit. I just yes, Reddit's just <laughs> I so. Up.
1: It, i find reddit to be uh uh 4chan <laughs> yeah no it's like it's the internet equivalent to me of like i mean like heroin you don't go there you know what i mean That's a, like gonna be I mean, the last refuge. like you know what i mean but like if like if if instagram is is the weed and if like twitter is the like the mdma right and like snapchat's kind of the cocaine um then like reddit is straight up like Fentanyl, heroin stuff, right? Like, it's like where you go to kill yourself. Um, we can
0: all relate to that, that comparison. Of
1: course we can. <laughs> um, we've got a varied listening audience. So it makes sense. Now, you know, and good old Tumblr with poor acid. Good old LSD boys that like never even get any play anymore. <laughs> RIP for Tumblr. Um, but that, that's kind of the, the way math. it is right now, right? Yeah. That's just how it is now. And And I would say this about threads. It's got a ways to go. And then if it does what it's supposed to do, it could be okay. Like if it has a way to build groups and communities, tags, all those things. Great. It's kind of, it's almost like I still have two apps. Yeah. Perhaps well, I just what have do you to engage that, differently. Like I, do I need them? I mean, yeah. I, I listen, I've got Mastodon on my phone. I've got blue sky waitlisted listed right now. Um, I don't know (laughs) why I don't use any of these things, John.
0: Not really.
1: Right. I don't, I don't cultivate. I don't give a shit. It kind of weirds me out that people even bother to read. Like I, I kind of like screaming into the nothingness. Right. Because then it feels like it just kind of feels like Simba at the, at the watering hole. Right. Like you're just yelling up and like, it's fine, but I don't need like Mufasa coming back at me. That's not cool.
0: One of the things that, uh, one of the reasons why I think we started this podcast together and it hangs on through three full series is that I will always be your test market for your tweets and and threads yeah. or whatever they're called. Because uh, conversations that we have and comments you make, I will always see regurgitated back into those platforms. I noticed you know, one today. Yeah, yeah. Noticed-
1: <laughs> Listen, it's... I've always used sort of like my Facebook as what I would call like a repository of things I want to read, right. For myself, (laughs) not for others. It's just stuff that I need to go back to and be like, Hey, that is a good article or that is a good like point or that's a good, like this or that. And Twitter side, kind of the same way of like, it's just where my material goes, right? Like it compiles itself separately later, but like, this is like your glimpse into what the narrative kind of is behind closed doors or when it's, when it's out there. Um, Yeah, man, you like, I've got like what a few trusted people that I can really go dark with. (laughs) And if the, and if in the text message, it's kind of like, Ooh, great joke. But that's when I'm like, okay, well I'm going to make people laugh in private with that one. And then we'll do something later. Right. Like who knows? Maybe I'll be on a stage soon near you. I thought of the
0: darkest. I mean, I had the darkest thing thought in my head this weekend. I am. Um, I was walking down the iron horse trail. Mm-hmm. It's right by, right. Close to me in Kitchener it goes all the way up to Waterloo all the way down, like to mid Kitchener. I'm in the perfect location for it. So okay. <laughs> not to brag, but I was walking up the trail and I saw like, this is a little dark. As I said, um, uh, a, quite recently deceased rabbit and oh, okay. um, there were some pieces of him on the trail him or her i didn't look that hard <laughs> and i i i had the morbid that morbid curiosity and i thought well maybe i'll take a picture of this and and then i thought whoa should i post this to instagram and then i just instead oh, kept God. instead yeah. i just kept walking but I, Talk about dark things. There was a part of me that thought, "Well, oh, this would be a cool Instagram story." But you know,
1: well, but okay, so it's all in how you approach it because I think, I think it's okay. Listen, it's all mood where I'm at. Am I intoxicated? Right? Like these are these are all decisions <laughs> no. that come into play. Right? Because if I'm walking through this park and I'm a, I've had one two little too many pops and I just stumble on a rabbit, coming the first question is like, "Dead rabbit? How did the rabbit get dead? Yeah. Killed the rabbit?" Then the picture is to Instagram captioned found tonight's dinner. <laughs> See? You get the chuckle, that's fine. If you can get the chuckle, you can post that. If you just yeah. posted a dead rabbit, that would be kind of no no understanding, right? Remember, no everybody
0: everybody who's listening who's completely appalled right now, remember we just minutes ago said that we like to talk to, like to like test the limits of dark humor with each other. So the fact that I laughed at the what's-for-dinner thing doesn't mean that you guys would laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they would. I want you to write in and let me know if you did, because like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm testing this stuff out. I feel like I get more laughs than groans. It's, it's, it's all in, I think it's the lovableness. You love me, so therefore the okay. darkness isn't as dark, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I got a poll for the the audience then. Don't you kind of want to see like a dead rabbit with like its head detached and stuff like that staring with its dead eye up at you like do you want to see that or like would that completely offend you if you not co- the want to the, say that i'm going to come across it again or you no know, anything like that
1: but it's listen it's it's dark and gloomy if you do like the black and white filter it's <laughs> fun and lively if you go with the cairo one where it's all like the nice blue and pink pastels and uh you know
0: Maybe like an anime filter.
1: (laughs) And then you could go, you could write, what's cooking, comma, doc, question mark. All right. Little Bugs Bunny gif on the top. You're good.
0: I think the filter will pick up the fly on its eyeball.
1: (laughs) Oh, you just could, you get like uh, one of those little animated gifs of a fly flying around it. Yeah. That really punches it up. See, there you go.
0: Yeah. So there was a lot, a lot running through my mind as I was walking up the the trail and uh, when i saw that that's the, the honest truth is that i considered yeah. all those options for a moment but i just decided to keep walking and let the poor thing just have its time in the sun
1: see now it's a shame because uh, like, like had you taken it i could have like punched it up for you in like 10 seconds and that would have been so much fun
0: I don't but, know if it's worse. Sit on it.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I, exactly. But let's uh, see. And this is how it kind of, I, I have not yet flipped that switch in my head where I, okay. You know where I am at life and in my brain, my brain works this way about four hours after something amazing has happened is when I say, Oh shit. Would have been really cool. I've taken a picture and posted that. Like I always miss the opportunity. Uh. Um, and it's like that stupid Michael Scott or who was it? Ed Helms I think has a line on the office where he kind of is like I wish there was a way to know when you're in the good old days when you're still in them right like right and then he goes and he waits for a beat he's like someone should write a song about that <laughs> oh glory days anyways um yeah so that's kind of how I am for me it's always like shit if I get the pick it's usually like stuff. Like I knew, Hey, I'm going to be here. I'll take a few pics. And then I'm going to say one out of three times I do it. And then two out of three times I like took shitty pictures or I forgot to do it. Cause you know, here long I'm going to wrap this point up. This is how I know how bad I am at this. It was about July when I realized that there was some cool shit I had done in January and February that I was pretty positive. I had posted and I never did. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to do one of those year in reviews. And now yes. it's just like, I'm holding everything. Everything's so being know. held back, right?
0: So look for Gorov's novel <laughs> in your, uh, in your local, uh, you
1: know, oh, your, it'll you be the recall. shittiest in reel ever. Yeah. The shittiest New Year's Eve reel drop of all time. It'll just be yeah. like nine pictures of random things that took place over a year that I kind of recall. Oh shit. <laughs> you know, I'll try.
0: Do you ever use that, do you remember that app that would like go, oh, your top likes uh, of 2023 or whatever? I don't even think I have enough posts for something like that anymore.
1: No, yeah, I wouldn't, no, yeah. Uh, I guess that's a resolution, eh? I hate hate this. No, no, the resolution, I guess, would just be to be better at it, to like, care more it's hard to say that though right because it's like you're willingly saying i want to ingest something or or up the take of something that people everywhere are saying is bad for you right and everybody's coming around to the idea of like social media is bad and like children should not even have it till they're 16 and right right and we're like maybe we should maybe we should do more (laughs) it's like like, what
0: what's your resolution john Uh, to have a better alcohol tolerance (laughs) yeah
1: i'm yeah exactly right (laughs) oh god I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to use hashtags more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I, hopefully like we can just get AI to take over this crap for us soon enough.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) That I would,
1: I thought I would care about if somebody was like, here's an AI app. And what it does is like, it just kind of like, you just give it access to your phone's photo gallery and location and like, give it access to your socials. It'll read what you've already posted and kind of come up with the idea of like, Hey, I'm going to just post this photo that this guy took last night and here's the caption. I'm just going to put on it because you know, he deserves it. He deserves it. Right. Like I need an AI who, who thinks that I deserve to do that because I don't care. No, like I, it's not that I don't care. It's just like, I, I don't want to be part of the problem. Is that fair?
0: Fair. I, I think, think, I think it's a good time to announce that so far, we, so far we've in, embraced AI. And uh, the the changes that it's made to our landscape, you know, writing music uh, with programs like Chat GPT, um, we've used it for uh, our posts, with the artwork on on our Instagram. Can you confirm that if you're interested? I think we might use it more in the future, and we'd like to announce that uh, starting in series four, can you confirm that will be the first AI produced podcast?
1: on the internet (laughs) oh is that true Am i or is this what the big meeting was going to be about next week
0: we're going to downgrade to just hosts
1: (laughs) damn uh i think that's a smart idea i mean if that takes the production plate and and kind of helps it out i'm down we just i mean you're saying we get to just come in and and do our segments and it'll help produce right
0: comes with the pay cut
1: (laughs) Is Craig on the fucking way out? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) He's on the the way in, buddy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) shit. Craig's coming in? We're giving Craig more power? He's taking over the show. Oh, my God. Remember when he was uh, drunk off his ass that one time? He's got a red pen. (laughs) (laughs) Red pen's my favorite. because Somebody (laughs) took the time to actually understand something first. Um, Goodness. Uh, Yeah, red... (sighs) I got a whole thing there on red pens, man. Right, like if
0: I took journalism in college,
1: just so. so, But that's what I mean, right? A black pen editor is your favorite, isn't Uh, right? You understand what I mean? Like a black pen editor is somebody who actually just read the whole thing and then goes back to the beginning and starts structure, right? And is like, okay, I get what this guy was saying. I understand why some of these things are actually here. Now let's start working on some of like the structure, the wordplay, and all that. And the red pen starts at, like, the first sentence with, like, uh, this should be then, not the van.
0: Yeah. SP question mark.
1: Right. And it's just kind of like, listen, red pen, you're supposed to be third draft. <laughs> right. You're, this isn't your time to shine. Red pen comes from the third draft right before, like, you know, like black pen, blue pen for note, and then red. But that should be how it goes. Um, but so many fucking people want to put the red pen first.
0: Maybe you got to work your way up to get a black pen, though. Like you know, like if you're just a guy writing a daily story in the bottom of you know, yeah. they're not Whoa. even you You're not.
1: Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. That's fair. No, but I mean, you're getting stuck with the proof, right? That's what the red. And what you want is you can have somebody trusted. You just need a colleague who can be your black pen, right? You just well, need the I person sitting. You need just need the person sitting next to you to be like, hey, man, can you take a look at this? And their job is not to be like the period should be here, the comma should be here. Their job is to be like. You're losing the fucking thread in paragraph four. Like, yeah. I don't, where are you going with that? And you don't lose, like, you aren't wrapping that up. And then once all that's done, because what will naturally happen is, as as someone's going to start rewriting that, they're going to catch their then and dance. They're going to catch their commas and periods and mean semic- like and then Red Pen only has a little bit of work to do and doesn't feel so important. Hmm. Right? That's it. That's a little tip for how you can do it or you just like text your best buddies some of the the darkest jokes you got and then work off of those
0: yeah the ones that i don't
1: get are the ones you usually post (laughs) (laughs) oh man just think think of all the stuff that doesn't make it to you just because it's being held for something all right that's the crazy part it goes it's it's no there's uh i would say you guys get pretty much the similar stuff and then i would say there's like uh, a dark little usb key that holds some dark secrets but it's mostly just like material i don't know who, what it is or what it's for it's just i know it's just stuff that make you know I'll, I'll revisit it i'll do something with it i know i will i just the world keeps passing by right there was a time when movies made sense and then it's tv and now it's podcasts and now it's like what's like do you try to get ahead uh, and try to like repackage everything you've got for like the VR world. Or do you just, you know what I mean? Like those are the kinds of questions that, uh, like some people who are he have a fear of succeeding.
0: I've recently been trying to fade into the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, background player.
0: I went to, a, I went to, um, neighbor's day. Did I tell you about this and saw my friend? No, <laughs> I think, no. I don't know. If, I feel like we talked about it. Um,
1: maybe, maybe oh, it was like, like I just.
0: It's like I an hear a wallflower concert.
1: story, man. I, I love hearing a wallflower story. Go on. I tried.
0: About. It's like an outdoor concert or whatever. Um, and I walked there because I'm supposed to be walking, as you know, as we've talked mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. And um, I like did my best. I stood behind, like behind the security guard guy, behind the like the electrical wires and stuff, like in the back. Just to kind of, like, watch the thing and then walk home, right? I was just looking to just kind of show up on my walk. I thought it was, like, a good little stop on my walk. And it's, like, and it's cool, and it's great that people recognize me and want to come say hi, obviously. I'm not saying that.
1: Local celebrity John Brown's in the house.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. I just happen to know some musicians in the area. So when you go to a concert, you're bound to know a couple people. There you go. ran into four or five people and visited with them a bit and stuff like that on my way. But, uh, yeah, the, the goal and attempt was made to, uh, you
1: know, just,
0: uh, disappear into the background.
1: (laughs) So sounds like you didn't do the greatest job of that. I I mean, listen, did you, did you ask
0: one with blonde hair? It doesn't help. Yeah.
1: Right. (laughs) I mean, uh, that's, it's that false crap. I'm going to call you on this right now. This whole, like, I don't want to be noticed says the fucking walking Q-tip on fire. Um, (laughs) It's just one of those. It's, hey man, I get it. I'm always kind of the same. Uh, it's like, I, I like to, it's what, okay, here, I, do you, when you don't get that, do you fight back and at least do an Irish goodbye then?
0: I don't know what an Irish goodbye is. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sounds a little offensive, but you can make fun of the Irish and nobody cares.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's just, it's so in me, in my case, I guess I kind of have that same sort of like it, you know, you want to call it social anxiety and sure. Or maybe it's just like a, like a something where you're kind of like, I don't, I I like being in public spaces, but I don't, right. I like crowds, but I fucking hate crowds. Right. And it's always that kind of battle of like, for me, it's always like, I don't want to be there and but once i'm there i'm happy right so like uh, it's very hard for people to draw me out of the house out of my cave right it's like Mm -hmm. i'm a little bear and i got my honeypot in my home i'm good uh and but if somebody's like i'm fucking dragging you out and you're going to go do this i'll be like oh man i remember when i was a kid and i loved paddle boats right and so it's like you can get there um but the but for me i still need one or the other like if I get there, I kind of want to be unassuming. But if you're gonna make me be on, if I'm gonna be like, you know, where the energy and the uh, is up, right? Uh, then I'm definitely gonna slink out without saying goodbyes. And that, that would, would be your Irish, that the Irish goodbye is pretty much just like, you know, when you're like, hey, where's Billy? Uh, and they're like, oh, I think Billy left. Yeah, without yeah, saying, yeah. Without saying goodbye. Not I, allogia, did. Right? Yeah. I did
0: that for sure now i wasn't like people had already been like oh hey the sheriff or whatever and visited for a second and then we were like all right see ya, enjoy the show you know i'd already said like it wasn't like i was standing with a group of people in that way so no one like didn't notice me when i left but yeah i right. totally snuck out without like being like grabbing their shoulder and be like hey good to see you again or whatever and i
1: Right? I didn't like meet... it, it, if you do the eye contact way from a distance, yeah, like, I'm out, um, that's still something, right? Like that, But but that's a nice one. Well, I like one of the that people one. I the distance.
0: With, yeah. One of the people I visited with was the performer. So I yeah. waited until his set was over, but I didn't, like, try to grab his attention while he was on stage, certainly. And then, like, I didn't, you know, wait around awkwardly right. while he, like, chilled and talked to people post-show to be like, why... Oh, Bye. You know, I just sent him a message after on Facebook and said like, "Awesome show and, and all that." Right. I, so yeah, I guess I guess I kind of snuck out.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody like in that. Like when you're hanging out with a group of musicians, like there's like what like a dozen of you or something. There's probably got. I'm sure you have pulled a big goodbye, right? Now, I'm not going to say this is an original concept. Um, I learned this one from uh, you know the goat Larry David, but. <laughs> The big goodbye is essentially the idea of, like, you show up at a place, you know, you've seen somebody and you don't really want to talk to them because, you know, when you start talking to them, like, they kind of glob on to you for the night. And, like, you find yourself having a conversation every maybe 10 to 20 minutes with this person. Um, and you're kind of like, fuck. So you kind of just avoid, avoid, avoid. But at the end of the night, you don't do the Irish. You do the big. You go up to them and you're like, oh, Tom. You were here the whole. Oh, I've been wanting to talk to you all night. Oh, and I'm on my way out. Uh, you know, you make them feel good. You kind of big them up a bit, and then you just. Oh, you know what? Next time you're in town. Next time, let me know, and we're gonna spend time. And you're out, out the door. The big goodbye. You ever pulled that one?
0: Ah, uh, you don't have to no, name names. You know, like, not in the in the uh, manipulating way that you described.
1: Subconsciously, <laughs> I, then. Subconsciously, then.
0: I would say that this, with a group of musicians, like this group of musicians, it was all, like, very, like, crowdy, like, very, like, so, you know, like, either would be, like, handshakes and hugs in the, at the start of the night or whatever, and then, like, that same thing at the end, you'd, like, wait for them to finish and get off stage, and you'd, like, wait to have your turn saying goodbye to them or whatever as they greet all the people that they know who comes to see them and stuff, like, that kind of shit. I don't wait for that anymore. You know, I'm past wow. that. Like I, that was my early. That was in my twenties, and I'm way too. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, I got work in the morning.
1: <laughs> I can't you know, wait. Listen, listen. That, that's when you were like musician slash comedian, and now you are comedian slash musician. <laughs> it's just it's a, it's how it is, man. Now now you're part of the comedy world where we all support each other, and you're part. You've left that musician world where everybody's like, I can't believe you got the fucking open i can't believe they called him out on tour he's a tour fucking musician you give me fucking kidding i would never
0: make it as a stand-up because you know like the hangout after after the shows are like the big part they all have to hang out and be funny
1: i would that's that would be it that's where the dark texts never see the light of day
0: yeah
1: right that's that's the whole idea uh well okay they don't have to be dark they can be funny i i had like um oh there's a couple of good dad jokes i've been working on recently too oh i'll whip them (laughs) out in good time
0: Okay. Okay. So
1: do you like things, fishing? Right? Um, ah, yeah. So what are you fishing for? Compliment? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right off the top of my head.
0: So we wanted to leave everybody with a couple words of wisdom, right? For the end of Series 3.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, we, from my understanding, you know, you're always telling people to reach out. And, yeah. And They do. But then there's often times where they reach out with something that doesn't really make sense to what's going on. Uh, maybe, but they, uh, long story short, a lot of you seem to want to hear the takes we might have on some of your issues, your pressing needs or concerns. Um, so I figured today, before we go to a, a vacation, John has agreed to address some of those questions. Um, and I think, I think we might have some good advice for our listeners. I mean, listen, we care about them. They take time to listen to us. We're going to listen to them and, and hopefully provide some advice.
0: And this sort of like uh, gives you guys a little bit of a buffer between now and the start of series four, because as we're a topical podcast or a general interest podcast or ho- however you want to classify it, we sort of talk about variety of subjects throughout the series. And this is a, a variety of subjects based in question, so, you know, we kind of, one kind of topic another kind of topic and sort of like is the theme of our show anyway so it's a good way to leave
1: you for for a
0: couple of weeks right
1: right right. and while you're gone for those few weeks and you're missing and you're kind of catching up and you're sharing with your friends and they're all asking what is this podcast that you've been binging the last three weeks um it's essentially you know as john said it's that irreverent topical general interest podcast that teaches you about life and the ways of how to live right that's all we are
0: i mean i don't know if i'd call it irrelevant but uh
1: I would say so. (laughs) No, I said irreverent. (laughs) Irreverent. (laughs) Uh, Irrelevant. Oh, goodness. That hurts. Jugular. All right. (laughs) Let's go. Okay.
0: So give me the first question that
1: came. So yeah, I mean, we got the first one here. It's actually a local one comes in from uh, Toronto, Ontario. Mm. This is from William. Uh, William says, guys, I've been listening since the start. Uh, I love the Marvel stuff, but at the same time i'm starting to not What is your thought? Are there too many superhero movies, or are they maybe trying to just be too different? Oh, what do you think john
0: <laughs> well this one's this one is obviously this came in um at the start of the of the year because we've talked a lot about superheroes recently right. our superhero movies and uh, you know
1: I think. We've but then we Marvel- kind of stopped, right? I think that might be what he's getting I mean, Like It kind of waning off a little bit, and we come back yeah. to it. But,
0: and and I know. think that goes with the whole territory, right? The superhero yeah. fatigue. I think there's even now multiverse fatigue, because there's like even Spider-Man um, into the multiverse number two like underperformed. Uh, the Flash is like the biggest superhero bomb
1: in the last like oh. 10 years or something ridiculous. Yeah, of all like, time, apparently, when it comes to yeah. superhero movies, yeah. So So,
0: people don't care about like the multiverse thing anymore. I don't think they just want good, actual good, unique stories and they're not getting them.
1: Yeah. Good. I think John, I think you nailed that. I think that's pretty much the, the idea is maybe we are actually all tired. I haven't even seen secret invasion yet. I will at some point, you know what I mean? And that's kind of, I think what we're saying now, perhaps, perhaps we'll leave it as this, right. Or, or this could be my little piece of advice on this one. Um, Maybe there's not too many of them. Um, Maybe they are trying to be too different, but at the same time, maybe it's just not the event it used to be. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Like, you know, wrestling is around Um, UFC is still doing its thing, but there was moments where they were just the it thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, And perhaps the superhero movie genre is not the it thing anymore, but You know, maybe they also want to spend three hundred million dollars to make them. Maybe they get down to like seventy-five, right? Like realistic. Like you know, our expectations aren't large. So yeah,
0: I think we're all going to go see Deadpool. I think we'll all go see Deadpool three because it's more self-aware enough to, to make fun of the machine, and it still, like to me at least, it still kind of feels independent.
1: Right. Yeah. I think they will it'll have a shot. I mean, listen, I think it's a great time for other movies, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Top Gun kind of showed that and, and apparently some people in the world went to see Avatar. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now you've got, you know, all these, uh, everybody's pitting Barbie versus Oppenheimer. Like it's Biden versus Trump, right? Um, but I will, I will say that the favorite, my favorite thing is seeing all of these people, like Cillian uh, Murphy had the greatest response where he's like, I will probably see both of them on the same day. Like, what's stopping me? Right. Again, folks, what's stopping you? All right. And superhero wise, maybe, maybe they can tone it down. Maybe they could just have less expectations and they'll be happy. Right. Like it's not for everyone anymore. All right. We still don't watch Hulk Hogan, right? Some of us watched him and now we don't. Uh, some of us, you know, wanted to see two guys in mma now we don't right like as people grow out of the things um so yeah right
0: so i think that uh well maybe i don't want to say this i'm just going to say that concludes topic one
1: (laughs) of course yeah that was a great question thank you for sending it in uh so yeah did you did you want to read the next one or should i take it what do you want to do here uh i can start it off and then we'll answer together right um, okay. So this one is, it's Fred W and he's in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, oh yeah. We got a couple of sprinkles of listeners down in the Kentucky South belt. Um, he's asking, he says, his uh, his nephew recently bought a vinyl record player and has inquired about having some of his collection. Uh, oh, okay. So he wants to borrow some of the collection from Fred, um, I don't want to lend him my records. I don't think he's truly doing this to listen to music. I think he's doing this to show off to his lefty snowflake friends. Uh, do I hand him the records, um, that I cherish deeply or, um, do I make him work for it? Like a real man should and earn money to buy his own (laughs) records. Okay. So that's Fred. All right. Uh, glad to have you here, bud. Uh, all right what do you think john should 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 i've already got i'm thinking he should just give him some of the shittiest records right he doesn't have to give him the good stuff
0: yeah i mean i don't know that doesn't i mean the the weird thing is like we don't usually have uh really right-wing listeners but i appreciate the question i
1: think we have a handful i just don't (laughs) think you've acknowledged it i listen i'm here for them i know they listen i'm fred fred I don't think there was anything right wing about that question, to be honest. I think there were the only thing right wing was him identifying his nephew as a liberal. Um, but you know, that let's let the nephew label himself. I think the question about the vinyl though is valid. I, I don't think I'm gonna, I, I gotta go with Fred here. I'm saying that's my vinyl. I put time into building that collection. And, and if, and if his nephew is really serious, Prove it, go buy some of your own, right?
0: I think about how um, when I was a kid and we had an active record player like I'm talking like four years old, and I can remember like a record player in the brown yeah. house that was used, I would fucking mistreat every record uh right. I'd scratch them I'd do a bunch of shit to them and um now when I think, oh, maybe it'd be really cool to buy a record or whatever. And I look, and they're all $50 each. I think, Jesus, I I wouldn't want someone who, like a kid like me, to mishandle this record that I just spent $50 on when I can listen to it on YouTube for free. Right. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't think I would loan my records out to anyone who isn't serious about it because they're just way too valuable. And maybe
1: that's because...
0: uh. They're taking advantage of a hipster movement. I don't know. That's just a guess. I don't know. I could be
1: wrong. Perhaps, perhaps we see a lot of people jump on trends, right? Yeah. It's. A I thing. have a record.
0: Hey, I've got a record player working right now, right behind me. You can see it. I, I bought one record this year, though. Just one.
1: I'm not. Exactly. I'm not saying anything either. Listen, all I'm saying is me and you, we had our record players. Perhaps at the early adoption, before it was Trendy. Right? Before it was actually easy to buy vinyls, like on Amazon and everywhere again. Um, when it was still just kind of getting there is, I think when we, we got back and, and, and I think both of our kids just, we had them kicking around already. Our, our parents both had vinyls. They've got vinyl players. I, I had to just dig it out of my parents basement. And then, man, you're you're. All, this is funny though, because as a child, you're so, you're a hundred percent correct, right? Like you ruin records. I remember scratching them up because. You know, it's the '90s, and you hear hip hop, and you're like, "Oh, I can scratch! I can scratch!" And totally. then you don't realize that like belt drive record players are not made for scratching. Yeah, like you will—you've ruined the record player essentially because the belt's got to be replaced, and some of the gears and mechanics are like all fucked because they're not built to do that.
0: We fucked the records in it
1: That's so whatever. bad, yeah. so bad. Okay, so I think we're—we got it. I mean, Fred, you're fine, bud. Um, <laughs> make him. Buy his own on Amazon or something. And and if he shows, here's, okay, Fred, I'll leave you with this. If, if the nephew in time shows that he is a, what you would call a true connoisseur, someone who cares and takes the time, uh, then yeah, go for it. Um, you never know, man. You never know.
0: Okay. So the next, we have one for you and one for me. Um, seeing um, as I'm reading ahead a little bit here. I'm gonna take the one for me, and you could take the one for you because I don't I don't want to read the other one. It's it feels like a you know when uh, Michael Che tries to make Colin Jost feel racist on. Um, I feel like awkward, awkward reading the one for you, so. take mine. I'm gonna take mine. Uh, okay. Someone asked if I wish my name was more unique, and uh, so it's an easy one for me. I get I've got that before. Um, I actually love that my name. People all the time call me Jonathan, and in emails or whatever. And uh, I wish they just all called me John. I actually really like that my name is John Brown. It's like this, it's equivalent to John Doe. I love it because I can put my actual name into internet forms and still feel not feel not like I'm putting my name out there. Does that make sense?
1: Well, I mean, if we're going to do comedy callbacks, since that's what we are around here. Yeah. Um, so that is you in, in name form blending in. Yeah. Just like you <laughs> tried to do earlier before. I just right. want to fade into the back, even with my name. I don't want my name to stand out. I don't want me to stand out. That's okay.
0: You can, I mean, like if you like ever have felt like, oh, I'm going to fill up this form. It's completely stupid. I don't want to get junk mail. So I'm going to use an alias or something like that. I feel so, yeah, at okay. comfort using John Brown still and just putting John Brown and like my junk email, email address or whatever. And then like yeah. just filling out whatever when they need, I like when they need your details to complete a purchase or whatever. I just use my real name and never have had to worry about it in that way.
1: That's why I, right. like it. I don't want to have to put my cybersecurity hat on and play <laughs> a little bit of day job on, on the night job here. Um <laughs> But bro, I mean, they've got your IP already tracked. They know who exactly you are. Like you are, they they know which John Brown you are of the thousands of John Browns.
0: Don't worry. Legally, I'm Jonathan. Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but they've they've created a great profile. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? You're you're actually don't ruin it for me. (laughs) I'm just I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest and clear for you and the list. Like, I love that. That was the reason that you love it. Um. You are a unique identifier in the virtual world. You're, no. you're, those forms are never John Brown. They're always just like one one four five six A E six four nine. Right? You're ruining. And that's what you are. It. You're um, ruining everyone it. <laughs> all, everyone else. Everyone else was me. on
0: board with me and, and thinking I was right. And then you just, uh, I'm just
1: saying, man. I'm just saying it felt like you you were always been a Darius to me, and you always will be.
0: Read your question about brown
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is, Jost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this one comes in and it says, um, Gorov, do you like to see other Browns succeed? Uh, now, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they mean like John Browns. I think they're <laughs> talking like Browns. This is another right wing uh, listener, eh? <laughs> I feel like this might be another Fred. Uh, listen, I'm not going to um, listen. The truth of the matter is real listeners have always questioned whether I actually skew left or not. Right. There are some takes over the years that maybe have come across as uh, maybe more libertarian uh, than liberal. And I'm fine with that badge because I think it's still better than, um, you know, I think uh, I think it's better to not be labeled. Right. So
0: that's the stuff I edit the
1: most. (laughs) uh, There you go. Uh, Do I like to see other Browns succeed? Yes, is a short answer. Uh, No, if they're horrible people. How's that? Right. Uh, And I think. I think this is one of those things where I've kind of seen this. um, And it's really true. You know, this question wasn't probably, if this was Fred, I have a feeling he's asked every colored person he knows this question, right? And it's one of those, um, you could probably ask it to someone who's Asian. You could probably ask it to someone who's African-American. And it's kind of, there are two types. I will admit and I don't know if I'm spilling secrets, um, but I think there are two types of people where you kind of see the Clarence Thomases of the world who are on the Supreme court and are like affirmative action's got to go because I should be the only person who's ever benefited. And I want to make it so it's harder for anyone who looks like me. And then you've got like an Oprah or a Barack who might be like, no, or even a Jay-Z, right? Who's kind of like, I'm going to bring the projects up with me. Mm-hmm. Like Jay-Z, Kanye is probably a good one, right? Kanye doesn't give me the vibes of he likes to see other people like him succeed. He wants to be the only one, right? Um, Whereas Jay-Z might be different. So I, I'm, I think that's fair. And so if the question is for me, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I like to see um Fellows Browns succeed, um, but I won't lie. There's like two that I kind of do in the back of my head. Be like, I, I hope they kind of come down a bit, right? I'm not going to name names, but there are two, unless you want me to name them. Cause they're not that important. Um, <laughs> but like, there are two out there that I kind of feel like ain't doing Brown's justice. Russell, Pee- say, Pee- No, no. You know, I've come around, I've come around to Russell. Um, <laughs> you know why? And I'll, I'll tell you why I've come around to Russell, because I realized just like the social media game, I am part of the problem with Russell, right? <laughs> like I bought the DVDs. I laughed. And like my sensibilities changed. And I think he's also kind of been like, I can't go out there and do accents and stuff anymore either. Um, that's, you know, that's one of those, like Dane Cook was big why because we let him be right. And that's the same thing with Russell Peters. Like I have no ill will there, but there's maybe some current dudes, um, maybe some dudes who tried to like take down a which made no sense to me because Apu was representation for me when I was a six year old and I was happy to see it. Right. Right. Um, so maybe I, though, I, I that guy, right. Yeah, I think we have. So like, I would say there's there's always there's always a Nikki Haley, there's always a Bobby Jindal where you're kind of like, man, could you not be? Um right. but there's so many more Hassans and Azizas and Mindy Kalings of the world that right. and like all of the CEOs in Silicon Valley, you big up all you guys. And you know work. what
0: there were stereotypes and things about Apu not to uh, f- uh, defend Apu as a white man. <laughs> There were things that were obviously bad about Apu, but at the same time, there were genuine stories about Apu where he wasn't the, the butt of the joke the whole way through. Like, do you remember right, that right, yeah. where he lived <clears throat> with The Simpsons or whatever?
1: Uh, okay, I'm going to be honest. It, let's not get too deep into it, because I could rip that dude who made the documentary. You know what I mean? Like, he was a stand-up who couldn't get attention, so he decided to make a documentary where he could. And, and at the end of the day, his biggest gripe was that Hank Azaria did the voice. And sure, that kind of does... Open up the gateways now of like the idea of like yeah let's cast people who are of certain right like that makes sense I like that that's a great idea that doesn't mean they had to kill off a poo they could have just found another brown you know what I mean I can do an a poo I'm brown right right
0: yeah so it's if you want was like a difficult voice to master right (laughs) right
1: I think the idea was that it was a ish voice that they didn't like but sure um, but Alec can do it. I mean, Raj did it on Big Bang, and nobody fucking tried to cancel that guy for twelve years, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so, so there's that's a weirdness to it about like how they went about that. And to, to me, it's like Apu made sense, man. He's he is the story, right? Like you got to think about the fact that as much as you want to try to make fun of the idea of a guy owning a motel, a gas station, or a convenience store, at least he does, right? Yeah, right. Like there's something there, but at least he does own it, though. Um, and it's just so. Totally. So that's that's okay. I want to see everybody succeed except for that one dude. Uh, let's
0: right. start. It. Let's make a T-shirt. Bring back a poo.
1: Right. I mean, or I should just wear ones that say "I will be a poo." Yeah. Right. Like that's it. I, totally. I will do it. You pick that a Oh my god. I could put some authenticity to it too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I the could bring it home. Be- I could make it real. I could really make it so that people are like that. Hot dog. Is a real hot dog. You know?
0: That's right. You don't have I to could, do the voice that Hank Azaria did.
1: Exactly, right? Like it's whatever. But anyways. Um Is a poo uh,
0: an offensive name or is a poo like a generally okay name?
1: Like I think it's an okay name. I think it would be a shortened version of something longer, right? Oh okay. Right? Like it's you know what I mean? Like it would you know, it's like a balal goes by bill kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those, I would imagine.
0: Right, 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 right. Like there's a lot of uh like uh
1: Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. Remember I get canceled um, for fucking defending Hank Azaria. Oh God. <laughs> what yeah, I was they're... gonna
0: say is, there's lots of like uh, names that have like that I've noticed as uh, someone who doesn't speak language the language and stuff like that in India. There's like um, preets or like yeah, yeah, things mm-hmm. like that that like feel like you could put a poop. Preet or something like that. And that yes seems like-
1: and no. I mean, like that's North India, and then you got like the South. So okay, it, not to be whatever. But if you've got a Preet, <laughs> a Paul, a Jeet, yeah. you're looking North India, right? If you've got something that has like a lot of consonants in a row, <laughs> but then broken up with like some U's and S's and stuff, that's the South, right? The longer name is in the South, right? Like that's where your R R Rs come from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the shorter kind of. Bunch of your names come from the north, and that's like your, you know, North Indians, right? Like, it's it's a big continent, big, or like, big little area. No,
0: um, I'm just being like, um, no, oh, it's true, right?
1: Like, it's, it's I like if, his name, but yeah. everyone just calls
0: him a poo or whatever.
1: Well, okay, so here's, okay. Oh man, I am going to get canceled defending Hank's area. Um, <laughs> what, so <laughs> even as a child, when I was like seven or eight years old, me watching The Simpsons, I knew a poo was probably like, from Tamil or he was Telugu oh. or he it was Malayalam or like he was like South. He was South Indian. I knew this. I <laughs> knew he wasn't from like Ariana or Punjab or like Uttar Pradesh or any like Raj definitely not Rajasthani. I knew that, right? Because it's like that's just it. Like I his skin is darker. His name is longer. Even I, as the seven year old, know this because of my knowing, but Oh like
0: the Pedalam or whatever.
1: Exactly. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That guy's, that guy's down in Tamil Nadu. I know it, right? Like it's, uh, very like, it's, and that's not my favorite part of the series right now.
0: (laughs) Series three finale is
1: my favorite, is my favorite moment. (laughs) But it was true. I just kind of knew. I was like, he ain't really one of us. Like it's kind of like a, a, for a a Canadian perspective, it's kind of like, it's like you, you know, when like you're watching something and you can pick out the newfie, it's that. You're like yeah. that's that's a Newfoundlander. That's or that's a Maritimer. Right? That is definitely not the BC chill or like Ontario like fucking energizer bunny, right? Like yeah, it's...
0: I no, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get it. <laughs> I just um I just love that this episode is uh now titled 150 <laughs>
1: Depen- Defending a
0: Pooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring back Hank or Defending a Pooh, both of the two, right? Oh All goodness. Right. It's it is hey, listen. If if we leave anything um, for for our audience to be really uh, vocal and passionate about over the next few weeks, it would hopefully be to try to get threads to introduce a hashtag so that we can get bring back Hank or bring back a poo, I should say hashtag bring back a poo.
0: I think Hank is still Hank's still there doing
1: his voices. He's he's fine. He's still making his millions, doing less work. Right? That's not fair either, folks.
0: What do you think? Do you think he got deducted? Like oh, I was going to say, he's
1: getting paid the three
0: thousand dollars a year for like removing a poo on his list. Like, how much do you think a poo is worth? <laughs> to, to you
1: know, I haven't done okay, so. This <laughs> is this is one of those things. I'm curious what those guys actually do make uh, because it's been a long. Remember, like during the, hey, the 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 Simpsons voice actors were the Friends cast before Friends. Totally right. Like when the Friends guys like sat out and got their million dollars in Porsches or whatever. Um, the Simpsons had to fucking walk so the friends could run. You know what I mean? Like the the Simpsons guys got paid. Now I would imagine when you when you were getting to what like season twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and the ratings are dipping, that perhaps it became a talk of like, hey guys, maybe you don't want to be paid like as the richest people alive. Um, maybe just take normal money so we can keep doing the show and you guys keep having a job. And that and may have been I don't a- know. right like. I don't know,
0: like, I bet you, like, Yardley Smith and Dan Castanella and those guys, they're making over a million dollars an episode, guaranteed.
1: Still, though, that's my question, because they started making that in, like, season six or seven, right? So you have to think, at some point, Fox is like, guys, you are not making us money the way you used to. I don't know, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I don't, like, they they make money, sure, but I don't think it's a million dollars. I think at this point, you gotta be like... Listen, we're gonna give you guys two fifty an app. We're still doing twenty two. You work in a booth, for fuck's sakes, from your basement, um, and you're still walking home with like four to five million bucks for doing that. Like, it's not a hard job, right? Like, but they did get paid. Like, rocks. They got. They did get that mill an ep for like uh, yeah six years yeah. straight. Perhaps I think
0: I bet you they're still getting it because what the Simpsons does and a couple of the cartoons on Fox. Is it brings new viewership to Fox weekly because it's like the Super Bowl? Like because the left and the right, you know, as political as it is, Fox is a very political channel. People who have who watch CNN and MSNBC will watch The Simpsons, and that's the only time they're watching that station. So the most expensive ads they run are probably during those times, still, right?
1: So it wouldn't like, be a. Can you confirm that? If I didn't have to use my fingers to Google something, right? And And we're going to leave the season and series on this folks. Uh, the most recent news I got for you is that in 2008, uh, they received a bump from their 2006 salary of which was 400,000 per episode. And now they're up to 500,000 per episode. Ah. Um, so I have a feeling that there was at a certain point, I mean, let's let's be real in 1998 they had started with 125 grand an episode right um and then in like or yeah and then they got up to like 360 and then a mil for a few years there and then it came back down so that's yeah i think they were kind of just getting they got paid for a while and then it, (laughs) it turned out that hey man here's a happy number where like is half a mil an episode good and everybody was um, like, "Yeah, I'll keep doing that." And that's yeah. that was 2008. So they've almost gone 20 years, maybe making just like it's 14 not bad. million dollars a year. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad gig if you can get it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I could. I would be okay with making 14 million dollars a year right. for 30 years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and here's why I'll tell you they deserve it. <laughs> because of all the voices i can do and all the characters i can kind of do and i know you've just recently have learned that i can do these but i've told you um i've never been able to do a simpsons voice oh yeah not a a single one i can never do a homer or bart or elisa or anything i can do a freaking bill clinton chris rock i can do any of the beatles apparently um but i cannot do a single simpsons voice so that's how i know they earn every penny they get (laughs) Right,
0: because they stumped (laughs) Gorov. Yeah,
1: and I think they may have stumped Dana Carvey, too. I've never really seen him try.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. You You don't hear a lot. Like, I'm saying, look for it. Look for any other impressionist kind of person who does voices and stuff. Hey, Bill Hader, even. I don't think I've ever seen Hader try to do a Simpsons voice. No,
0: you never see it by, like, the stand up, like, professionals. You see it more um, with, like, people posting on TikTok or what. Yeah, but they're.
1: we're not giving air to those people. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen <laughs> one of us, one of us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever seen there's video as uh, videos on YouTube of like Yardley Smith reacting to people doing Lisa's
1: voice or whatever? There's like, okay. And I'm sure and she's impressed. Uh, but like, yeah, but she can't be too impressed. Right. Like it's not, she's not that impressed. She's like, I mean, yeah,
0: it's okay. There's some, like, there's usually critiques. They're never like, damn. <laughs>
1: yeah. Here's my question for you though. Who's actually verifying, uh, that Hank Azaria or Yardley Smith or like Nancy Cartwright or like Castellana are actually doing the voice. Imagine you're like, Hey Dan, uh, and Julie, you guys all got your studio set up, right? We're going to send it over. And they're like, Nancy's like, I made five hundred thousand bucks for this episode. I'm gonna hire this girl I saw on TikTok and give her hundred K to read these lines for this one because I have to be in Cabo this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You well, think like yeah, that's possible, right? In an AI world, what's stopping them from actually hiring people that they would like outsource it to? Well, did the
0: animators base their um, animations off of their uh, acting in the booth or whatever?
1: No, I think it's already done. I think the animations are done, and then the actors just kind of, like, do it, right? Like, the lines are there. They see the acting. They kind of make the voices happen. But I would imagine, like, it's not like they all show up at the Fox lot anymore, and there's, like, six people. It's probably just somebody in a booth in their own home watching it, and then they send it back to, like, the, the servers, and they match it all up. So unless they got a camera Zoom call going on, they might... I mean, okay, listen, they're professionals and they're making 500 grand an episode. I'm obviously talking shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because the idea of like, what if the director is actually listening to the episode and wants to talk to Julie and has a, as like a note, right? Like I'm sure they would, unless, unless the person just keeps doing the Marge voice, right? Like unless (laughs) Julie's just like, Hey, what is it? What do you want me to do? (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, John.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did we do it? Have we, have we completed 150 episodes of this podcast?
1: Oh, I think we have. Pretty awesome. I'm proud of us. <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell, we're doing it for you, buddy. Just like 9,300 do... to go.
0: <laughs> Even if it's me that has to say it, I think we did a good job.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think it was fun. People enjoy it. Share it. Like it. Do all that stuff. Um, you know, do what you want to do. If you... Private. You can do it in private. It's fine. It's a, have little a good, listening parties it's fine
0: yeah there's a good chance that season one will be uh archived for the release of season four i think we've talked about it a couple of times i think
1: uh it's all of season one and half of season two is what the the big contract boys are saying
0: so if you have any interest in those episodes uh,
1: the, the next time? couple of weeks
0: there is a good time to check them out um so yeah so check them out They're there for you, and it's been a pleasure. Thanks again. If you're here still listening, appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another series of Can You Confirm That. Have a great couple weeks, a great summer, and we'll see you soon.
1: All right. Put us on on your patios. Enjoy your dinner parties. We're the perfect entertainment.
0: Thanks, everybody. Well, first of all, I appreciate that you're a bad reader when you're making up the, <laughs> the
1: words. I'm not making anything up. I'm reading the actual – I've got the mailbag here. You're, I'm not reading – you sent them to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um